The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win now. Sign up today, bet 100, get 100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the D-Gen, D-Gen Dance. Our March Madness bankroll contest is back. Free to enter in a $1,000 in cash and prizes up for grabs. Plus, we've got our first half under bingo. Enter both contests at the SGPN app. I'm just about that action, boss. Welcome, everybody, back to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, March the 10th. We are uh, in the early stages of the offseason and a rare episode here, and we are diving right into it. And a uh, long time no see, J. Mark. Uh, I am Moneyline. First off, I'm Moneyline Mac, and I'm joined by my co-host every time. You guys know us from the regular season. Now we're talking offseason. J. Mark Football, what's up, man? Taking a break from the XFL to talk a little NFL. Yeah, and I'm sure you're um, watching some games in the background there. March Madness is upon us. Um, we haven't met for a while. You came on the screen. I was like, oh, that's that guy from the college basketball experience. I know him. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd take it a quick uh, quick breather. I, I was like, man, I've been watching all these games. I, I got to I gotta crank out an episode with J. Mark to talk a little NFL offseason because oh, yeah. um, things are heating up quietly behind the scenes. I, I feel like this is actually the most dead part of the NFL, even though the NFL still finds a way to make headlines. I mean, you turn on at the ESPN or ES, whatever uh, station you want to turn on for sports, and somehow Aaron Rodgers is still right there. <laughs> he won't go he just, away. <laughs> he, he doesn't. Um, we, we talked about that a little bit on old-fashioned football, you know, and I, I get it. People love Rodgers. Everybody knows I don't. And I kind of took the stance of, you know, he's allowed to do whatever he wants, but why do we have to hear about it all the time? Like, go make your decision on what you want to do and then just come back and just say, like, okay, I decided I'm going to play more or whatever. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I knew you uh, would fall for the bait there because uh, <laughs> absolutely every time I could go I, another 20 minutes on that. Um. <laughs> hey, you're just hoping that he plays for somebody not named the Green Bay Packers. But uh, hey, um, talk about the XFL real quick. I, I know this is the NFL gambling podcast, but we are all football fans. What's your early thoughts on the XFL season so far? Yeah, so like all spring football that's starting up, it started slow. So I'm sure if you tuned in week one, week two, you saw a lot of mistakes. You saw a lot of offenses not clicking. This last week, we had some of the highest scoring games. Offenses were really clicking. They're kind of putting it together finally. I mean, they were only together, I think, um, five weeks before their first game. So mm -hmm. barely had any practice. Um, and yeah, it's just, uh, it's it's good football. It's fun. And you can win money on it. Check out XFL Gambling Podcast. We're giving out winners 
Um, every single DFS lineup I've given out has profited. So yeah, come win money with us. And it's entertaining. I, I <laughs> those two co-hosts with you, uh, pick Dundee and bottom bottom line bombs. If you They're need some right. entertainment and, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, let me, let me ask you this since it, in relation to the NFL with the XFL, do you see any of these guys from the XFL potentially parlaying this opportunity in the XFL into an NFL job next fall? I think so. I think they're at least going to get opportunities in the NFL. Um, one guy that stands out is Jacor Pearson for the Seattle Sea Dragons. He's our slot receiver, and he's electric. He's a guy that I could really see him like a Cavante Turpin, where he could come in, be a special teamer, return punts, return kicks, but also find his way onto the field working out of that slot because every time he touches the ball, he's got a chance of going all the way. So um, also if you're listening to this on a podcast, try to join us in the YouTube um, chat with us. we got Nick fortune. He's a drama queen period on Aaron Rodgers. I'm glad to see the chats with me though. This is my mom. So she's going to back me, but she's <laughs> back and Nick here agreed. Nick, just a headline grabber to keep himself relevant. <laughs> yeah no he uh he definitely likes the drama so but hey i'll take him on my team i'll, I'll <laughs> i'm not gonna I'll, I'll where do i sign up for the drama but uh yeah <laughs> no, i want i wanted to get your two two cents on the xfl with in relation to the nfl because you mentioned a turban uh with dallas i mean yeah he came onto the scene what in that preseason game number two and he never really looked back and he was really good for them special teams wise this year so interested to see who makes the jump this year? For, uh, shit, T Taylor Heineke for, for my team. I mean, he was a backup yeah. for the XFL. P.J. Walker for the yep. Carolina Panthers. So, yeah, I mean, all NFL fans, I, I know that the XFL is not the NFL, and it never will be, but it's still right. football, and it's what we have for right now. And uh, you never know who's going to be playing on your team or who you, who you could be drafting in your fantasy uh, draft come next fall. Yeah, absolutely. Well, all right, man, we will uh, dive into some of these headlines first, but I need to get us paid real quick. And uh, WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's Build Your Own Bet. March Madness is here, and plus plenty of ways to win getting down on the NBA, NHL, and XFL. J-Mark's on the XFL. S sign up today, receive a special offer, bet 100, get 100, get 100 limited state availability and of course for our dgens only if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week you get a one thousand dollar free credit there's so much to choose from all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet so that they know that we sent you that's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash w-y-n-n-b-e-t Offer subjects change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the same state where you play winbet through. Available. If you or someone has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. And like I said earlier, March Madness is here. Conference tournaments is rolling along very nicely. And we are at the big dance and the D-Gen dance. Our March Madness bankroll contest is back. Free to enter and a 1000 in cash prize up for grabs. Plus, we've got our first half under bingo or you can win a SGPN gift card. Enter both contests on the SGPN app. All right, man. And we are back, and we are ready to dive into uh, the NFL headlines so far early in the free agency slash uh, just headlines altogether. We already touched on Rodgers. Nothing new other than he's still in the darkness. So keep an eye on that one. It seems like the New York Jets is the clear-cut favorite. 
Do you have any bold takes on maybe potentially where he could end up? I, I think the Jets, it seems destined to happen. Brett Favre 2.0 here. Yeah, no, absolutely. I heard some rumors about uh, Miami, but they did just exercise the fifth-year option on Tua, kind of committing to Tua and him being their QB1. So that doesn't make sense anymore. So, yeah, I definitely think it's going to be the Jets. I think from everything you hear, I think the Packers are ready to move on from him too, right? They're they're ready to kind of start fresh. Um, and I'm surprised to hear you would want him with Washington because I feel like all he's done is go to the playoffs and lose. I mean, yeah, he gets to the playoffs, but he just loses. <laughs> As I say, uh, I'd like to go to the playoffs. So, yeah, no, at least get a taste of it. But, uh, yeah, I <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if he goes to the Jets, that's a unique fit because they got young talent, a young core. How does he do with the young core? I mean, we saw him this year struggle and get frustrated with a young receiving core. So, I mean, does he have more patience this time around, or is he just going to be Aaron Rodgers and – just a dick basically <laughs> yeah Aaron Rodgers will always be Aaron Rodgers in my opinion and that's a dick yeah. um doesn't really have the patience for these rookies learning uh, or for these young guys learning I, I I don't get the the point of putting up much to trade for him I don't know about you but uh he's not going to get any better in my opinion and I feel like he's starting he's still I know he's a good quarterback he's winning games but I do feel like he's regressing so I don't quite know what he's going to give them over a mid-range quarterback um the jets are still going to focus on the run they're still going to have a good defense you know do you need a big name in there for any reason and, and i don't think they do but i mean more power to them get them out of our division i'm fine with it <laughs> yeah i know you are and um it'll be interesting to see where the packers betting odds officially go once they do trade aaron Rodgers because Jordan Love will slide in. I don't think that they'll bring in a veteran. I mean, they may bring in a veteran to back up Jordan Love, but I, I think they really want to see if this is the guy, this is the next uh, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, the next guy up where they drafted him. He sat, paid his dues. So we'll see. I mean, he's he looked all right in spurts last year. The Eagles game, I thought he played okay. So And no, Nick Fortune, uh, the, the Redskins are not grabbing Matt Ryan. So... <laughs> Yeah, no, we can we can put that one to bed. He's put him to bed. He's he's retired. <laughs> it, it, speaking of uh, quarterbacks, we'll we'll transition into our next quarterback on our list to talk about. Lamar Jackson uh, gets franchise tag. Obviously, a big drawn out uh, drama per usual with Lamar and the Ravens. I don't think either party is seeing eye to eye with one another. Um, neither wants to really budget. Sounds like. What do you think of this situation? Do you think this could be the last year for Lamar in Baltimore? I think so. Um, yeah. I think it's smart by the Ravens not to pay him. I mean, he's shown these past couple of years that he does get banged up and injured, um, misses a couple games every year, it seems like. so. And that comes with him being a running quarterback that takes a lot of hits. I, I think uh, you know you don't want to sell your franchise for a guy that may not be on the field. So I, I completely get the Raven side. I get his side too. You want to get paid. You want to have those guarantees, that contract. I get it. Um, but yeah, this certainly seems like it's heading towards a split. Yeah. And I I'm with you. I see both sides of it because yeah, Lamar has played at a MVP level when he's healthy, but mm -hmm. he hasn't been healthy. And as a running quarterback, why would anybody think he's going to start getting healthy? Those yeah. bruises. I mean, we saw it with Cam Newton towards the end of his career. Once he started getting banged up, the decline just 
exponent exponentially went down and it, it, it was sad to watch. And unfortunately it kind of getting the same vibes of the same thing for Lamar here. And that, that's kind of what you get with the running quarterbacks. Yes. You can get them at lightning in a bottle for a couple of years, but they just take so many hits. And I, it, you know, Josh Allen in Buffalo. I worry that he the same decline could be on the horizon for him. Yes, I know he throws the ball more, but he takes a lot of hits. Yeah. Yeah, that aggressive play style of his can definitely could end up getting him in trouble for sure. Um yeah, he, he you're right though. He does throw it more. I think that makes him a little bit more valuable, but either way, those big hits are going to they're going to start affecting him pretty soon. Nick in the chat thinks Jackson deserves a contract more than Dan Jones. I I don't disagree, but it's, I mean, it's each situation's different. I feel like. Yeah, for sure. For, for what each team wants and each team needs. So um, Dan Jones is on our list to talk about, but uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I, I see both sides of it and it seems like those both parties are destined for a divorce at the end of the season will be interesting. It kind of gives me the vibes of Kirk Cousins in Washington where you just franchise tag and just uh, see if you can maybe catch lightning in a bottle, go on a run for the one year, but you're just destined to split at the end. Yeah, for sure. And next up on our list, we have Derek Carr. And th- this was uh, this was probably the biggest headline of the week, in, in my opinion at least, where Derek Carr goes from the worst quarterback in his current division or former division in the AFC West to now he's the clear-cut best quarterback in his division in the NFC South with the New Orleans Saints. Does this make the Saints uh, the clear-cut favorite, you think? Yeah, I think so. The books agree they're at plus 140, so they have the best odds to win that division. Um, not to tout the other show, but the old-fashioned football, if you listen to Miranda when she talked about Derek Carr, she said that. he's going to end up on the Saints, and he was 11-1 to at that time, or the Saints were 11-1 to to grab him, so... Um, good call by her, but yeah, I think after that meeting, it just seemed like it, it was destined to happen. Um, but yeah, it's a very interesting move for the saints who, you know, they got a lot of pieces there. They have some good receivers. They have, um, Alvin Kamara still who may or may not play, I guess we'll have to see how his legal situation turns out, yeah. but, um, it's definitely an interesting move and yeah, I agree with all the turnover at quarterbacks in that division. He becomes the best one, um, and kind of makes them the favorite because of that, because as much as Colby hates to say it, um, quarterbacks, they, they kind of rule the kingdom in the NFL. I mean, you're, you live and die with your quarterback. Yeah. No, in the NFL, no doubt. And, uh, well, um, it's just it's crazy how the Saints keep refusing to rebuild. Like they just yeah. are like, let's run it back again. Andy Dalton, <laughs> run it back. Jameis Winston, run it back. Taysom Hill, like now it's Derek Carr, run it back. I think that they could win the division, but I mean, it's just another. I feel like it's just a dead end in terms of the future of their franchise because their roster is aging. And I mean, how mm-hmm. far is Derek Carr legitimately going to get you? But some franchises just like to go to the playoffs. I mean, coming from you and I, where we rarely go to the playoffs, it would be nice to go to the playoffs two, three times in a year or uh, years in a row. That that would be a good feeling, I think. <laughs> I could, I would not complain. That is for yeah. sure, <laughs> <laughs> no, no doubt. So we'll see, we'll see how the that works out with the Saints. But I, I'm with you. I think that now they are the clear cut favorite because Carolina, 
big question marks on what they're going to do at the quarterback position. Obviously, Brady retired in Tampa Bay, so um, Kyle Trask is the only quarterback on the roster now, so we'll see what happens there. And then Atlanta, moving on from Mariota. So, uh, yeah. But, speaking of which, who do you think will end up playing the quarterback for Carolina and um, just the other three teams? Since uh, yeah. or who who does Miranda think it would play quarterback? <laughs> right, <season? laughs> there's there's a good person to ask. Um, yeah, I think I think Ritter is probably who the Falcons roll out with first. Now I didn't see a ton from him to say he's going to stay their franchise quarterback. Yeah, um, he's got a lot of learning and growing to go in the NFL to be successful. As far as Tampa Bay, um, I think they got to bring in another option besides yeah. Trask. I mean, uh, maybe a guy like Jimmy G. Or um, Jameis, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say even bringing back Jameis, yeah, bring him back. Why not? Um, and then, gosh, Carolina. I think you end up seeing a rookie start for Carolina. I think they're gonna get their guy in the first round, and that's who gets the job. Let me ask you this: as as a Washington fan, does Heineke get a look at any of these spots? I mean, he certainly should. He's got that yeah. pedigree of just making the team believe. It seems like. Yeah, I'm a big Heineke fan because. You know, you look at him and you don't think you don't look at him and say there's a quarterback with all the intangibles to be a QB one, lead a team to the Super Bowl. But it seems like when he's on the field, that team believes they can win no matter what. Um, and, and that's just he's got great leadership. So I think he deserves a look, even if they bring him in to compete. He definitely deserves it. Yeah, I, I'm thinking like a Tampa Bay where you bring mm -hmm. Heineke in to compete with Trask or, or any of these. I, I think he would be a good fit in any of these NFC South positions outside of new Orleans. Cause they have their clear quarterback room there now defined. But I, I think Heineke could go to one of these um, trying to think who else is looking or Car Carson Wentz. The other quarterback is looking for a job. I don't, I don't know if he's going to get a, get a look anymore. He seems done. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, can't seem to win enough games. That's all there is to yeah. it. So yeah. Yeah. Thanks for rubbing it in and reminding me. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it will be interesting. And I got to get us paid one more time before we continue on with this quarterback carousel. That feels like we're covering the NBA now with the new NFL offseason. So, um, and this is a reminder that we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Um, Underdog Fantasy is heating up for March Madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day number one. If you had Kentucky against St. Pete last year, you were done. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Can't wait for March Madness. Side note. Um, <laughs> I know everybody's shocked to hear that. <laughs> Watching all these games all year. Yes. Yes. No shit. You're looking forward to March Madness. <laughs> um, where were we? Uh, we were uh, we were talking quarterback room in Washington, kind of. And we'll transition right into Washington, my team. Obviously, it seems like Sam Howell's going to be the guy. There's going to be uh, – competition rightfully so i mean the, the job should not just be handed to sam howell because he beat the cowboys in week 18 although that's great i loved every second of it but i i think bringing heineke back would be great i think heineke and sam howell compete push each other and sam howell wins the job and heineke could be a good backup uh 
you got any thoughts on that scenario or do they look elsewhere um, with Eric Bieniemy now as a new offensive coordinator too? Yeah, no, I uh, um, also just real quick, speaking of March Madness, my mother's looking forward to March Madness. She needs inside take on who will win so she can win the office pool. Iowa. Iowa. There you go. <laughs> is, she, is she a Hawkeye fan like you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go, Mrs. Mark. Yeah. Take the Hawkeyes. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, um, McCaffrey as, always jokes. Don't take them. <laughs> yeah. As far as um, Washington goes, they again it's they should bring back Heineke I don't think they will I think they want to bring in new blood especially with the enemy so it'll be interesting to see if he wants to go out and get his guy or if he you know kind of leaned towards going with Washington because of what he saw in Howell and what he likes in Sam Howell Sam Howell was a highly um, touted guy out of uh, North Carolina everybody kind of thought he was going to be a higher pick (laughs) true they will not win (laughs) um but, you know, I I don't I, – he's another guy that it's limited. We've seen what he can do limited in the NFL. Maybe he's the guy, but I haven't seen enough to say if he is or not. So they have to bring in somebody that yeah. gives them good competition. Um, why don't they just give two first-rounders to get Lamar? I, you know, I, I was thinking that. I I, I don't know. I, I think that Lamar would be a good fit. I mean – it would be by far the best wide receiver core that Lamar had ever played with. It, it, it really is a an attractive spot for a quarterback if you if you just ditch the management side of it because you got mm-hmm. a good young receiving core in Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, and Curtis Samuel. You got good running backs; they're young too. O line's decent. Now you have uh, Eric Bieniemy. You know, I mean, why wouldn't Patrick Mahomes want to come and play for us? You know. <laughs> There you go. He needs a new that, challenge. That's a, yeah. I mean, come on, follow the enemy. Show us how good you really are, Mahomes. If you can get it done in DC, you are the goat. Um there you yeah, go. Yeah, no, I, I don't know, man. It's it's gonna be interesting. I, I think I think Lamar would be great. Mm-hmm. It, but I mean, I don't know if they're gonna give up two first rounders. I think they're gonna roll it out with Hal. I, I and I kind of want to see Hal with Eric yeah. the enemy's system because I mean, like I just said, who you're, you're going to get every chance with the enemy as your offensive coordinator and those young receivers. So if you can't produce with that, with that, with those assets around you, you're probably not a QB one in this league. Here's what's going to happen. Matt Nagy is going to call the enemy cause they're buds, right? Yeah. And he's going to say, I, I recruited this guy that I think is going to be really good for your team. Um, and he's going to be a free agent. So I think you need to bring in Mitch Trubisky and you're going to have <laughs> North Carolina guys duking it out for QB one. <laughs> you know what? There was a last year. Trubisky was rumored to Washington for a while there. There you go. <laughs> I, I didn't, I, I don't hate Trubisky. Um, I, I think he's a decent backup. He, he, to confirm, he will be back in Pittsburgh, right? Or is he was he just on a one year deal? I was thinking it was one year deal, but maybe it was two. Now that you say it, I'll yeah, I think it he has another quick. year, so it'll be interesting with if Kenny Pickett gets banged up, if if Trubisky gets another look, or if they go elsewhere. Um, yeah, so I mean, Washington, it'll be interesting. Uh, give me a prediction on Jimmy G. We'll, we'll transition. It's like rapid fire. It's uh, who's right. behind door number seven, Jimmy G. Where's Jimmy G going to end up? Gosh, there's so many quarterback needy teams this year, it seems like, right? Yeah. Um, I do think Tampa Bay would be a good fit for him. I, 
I don't think Jordan Love is the answer for the Packers. What if the Packers bring in Jimmy G? I mean, that would certainly be interesting. Um, I'm trying to think of AFC teams. The Jets, if they don't land Rodgers, the Jets are a place where Jimmy G could go and I think find yeah. success. You know, they have a good running game with Brees Hall, Michael Carter. Um, they have some young receivers that could do well. So if I'm the Jets, I almost want Jimmy G more than Aaron Rodgers. But, I mean, that's probably just my hatred towards Aaron Rodgers coming out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> would you trade Justin Fields for Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be something. That'd be tables turning. Yeah, no, I, I – Jimmy G, I think he could go to the Jets. I think he could go to – um, Tampa Bay. Uh, Nick said that earlier in the chat. I agree. He could go. He could go. Colby's right as well. He could go to uh, Carolina. I, yeah. I think Jimmy G could go to a lot of places. Jimmy G could go to Vegas. Yeah. I, and, I, and the thing with Jimmy G, he's not a flashy. Yeah. yeah. He's not a flashy quarterback, but he is a good game manager type quarterback. He, you know, he can lead the team down the field and, and he doesn't, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. And I think that's sometimes that's all you need. It, it is ironic that a uh, game manager quote unquote um, gets injured so much. Like Jimmy True. G is never healthy <laughs> for the entire time. And it's, it's the craziest thing. So yeah, no, I'm interested to see where Garoppolo goes. I think wherever he goes, they automatically become competitive. I mean, we saw San Francisco is a dumpster fire. I know they had a talented roster and they were building with Jimmy G, but uh, yeah, no, I, I'm 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 100% with you. I like uh, Jimmy G wherever he goes I, and makes him instantly around that 500, maybe a wild card team. Yeah, for sure. You just hurt Nick Fortune's feelings. I bet calling 49ers a dumpster fire, but um. they were, they were, they were. With the, the end of the Kaepernick era was a total dumpster fire. That thing was up they, in flames. They, but they're, they it's not still no are. longer anymore. They still yeah. are. I mean, who's starting at quarterback? Brock Purdy's not going to be healthy enough. Trey Lance is not the NFL caliber quarterback. He should be in the XFL. Maybe Jimmy G sticks around. I don't know. Maybe they they work a deal <laughs> yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll decide the last week of August. All right, I'll go over here. So, um, <laughs> a quick quick note: uh, a couple guys that got paid paid big time. Dan Jones gets it done yeah. in New York. Um, questionable, maybe if he deserved that much. But hey, you know what? He played well, and the old saying tomorrow's or uh today's money is tomorrow's money like it's or no that's not the saying at all i just completely butchered that <laughs> what's the saying like uh today's money is yesterday's bargain i don't know look it up google it i, <laughs> I tried it to... <laughs> we're not <laughs> philosophers here you look it up <laughs> yeah i can't i my google's not working neither is my brain clearly um <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think we always get caught up in did they pay too much? And then a couple of years from now, what I'm trying to say is in a couple of years from now, it really ends up being a bargain. Like, yeah, or it's, it doesn't seem as much as it really was. Like Pat Mahomes got 50 mil, what, three years ago? Does that really seem like that much anymore? I don't think so. Right. I mean, no, it's agreed. still a lot of money. I'd take 50 million. But like in terms of NFL for maybe the greatest quarterback of this gen new generation, I, don't, yeah. I think it's well-deserved. Yeah, agreed. The thing with Dan Jones, I know there was a lot of fuss over. That's too much. He's not a good quarterback. Um, has Dan Jones shown that he's an elite quarterback? No. But has Dan Jones shown that he can improve every year? I mean, he's gotten better every single year. He's done what they've asked. He's gotten better. 
And a lot of his problems has been a terrible offensive line or the running back Saquon Barkley gets hurt or all of his receivers are hurt and they have a revolving door of free agents that just keep coming in. Like if they can get some consistency and he continues to just keep getting better, you know, like you said, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Maybe it was a little extra money than he should have had, but it's about market value for what you would expect out of somebody, you know, is your QB one. And that, yeah, that was my other point that I was going to make, and you stole it right from me. Is he, he, his weapons were so limited. Do we really know if Daniel Jones is bad or not? Like, everybody's just like, oh, he's average. We've seen what we need to see. I don't agree. I mean, put him in, Wa- mm-hmm. I wanted him in Washington if he was a free agent. You give him, yeah. a, give him those receivers, then we'll be able to tell if he's the guy or not. But New York hasn't put any weapons around him at all. So I think. Daniel Jones, now this could go to how good a coach Brian Dayball is, and he just maximizes whatever ounce of the talent they has. But I think if you get Dan Jones some weapons, I think Daniel Jones could take another step. Yeah, absolutely agreed. Um, And I do like, as much as I wanted Saquon Barkley to hit the free agency, I know he's got injury history, but I wanted the Bears to make a run at him. I think bringing him back on that franchise tag is 100% the right move for the organization. Yeah, no, I, I'm, we're seeing eye to eye on this one. And another guy that got paid is a uh, former Mountaineer Geno Smith just shows, man, if you could just stick around in the NFL, do your job, just stay out of the way. He had some rumblings early in his career, obviously with the jets, the fallout there, but he's, he's put his head down, worked, uh, with the Giants, and then he goes over to Seattle. He's Russell Wilson's uh, backup, and then next thing you know, they trade Russell Wilson. Geno gets a nod. He leads him to the playoffs. They finally start airing it out like Russ wanted to, but they do it for Geno. <laughs> and next thing you know, Geno has a career year. He's a pro bowler. Now he's making uh, – he's signing a contract worth thir- three years for $75 million. So shout-out to Geno. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, $25 million a year for a guy that's – you know, essentially been compared to just a backup quarterback. I know he was the starter for the Jets, but, uh, you know, I don't think anybody can look good with the Jets. It doesn't seem like, so keep that in mind, Aaron Rodgers. But, um, yeah, good for him. You know, he had a great year. As far as, like, fantasy football, he finished as the top, I think he was the seventh-ranked quarterback, Um, and that just goes to show, like, he was airing it out. He was throwing the touchdowns. And he was getting the job done for him. So another year um, for the Seahawks, another year of them kind of building some stuff up for him. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how they do because, you know, they are in a tough division. So, but I do think bringing him back, keeping that consistency keeps them competitive. Yeah, no, I I, I think that they're right there again. I, I don't think he's, I, he may take a slight step back but I don't think it's going to be as drastic just because I, I think that he's a, he's a vet now. I, I don't think that that was completely folds gold last year. Yeah. And, and he's just familiar with the system. Yeah, for sure. And if they can keep uh, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett around too, he's got all the weapons he needs really. B- bingo. Because like Daniel Jones doesn't have those guys. Imagine if no. Daniel Jones had a DK Metcalf, well, we we would be able to really tell what he could do. So yeah, I, I like I like bringing back Gino, and I think they'll bring in a young guy as well, groom him right behind Gino, um, kind of like they did with Gino with Russ. I mean, I know Gino yeah. was never their plan to be the guy uh, that he's turned out to be now, but uh, 
yeah, they're in a good situation with all these draft picks of getting rid of Russell Wilson and Gino is a, is a big part of that and trusting in Pete Carroll and they had a great year. Yeah, absolutely. And, and can't forget that they do have Drew Locke as a backup. So if Gino does miss a couple games, Drew Locke is serviceable as a backup. I don't think he's a starter, but he's serviceable as a backup. And, and maybe Drew Locke could become the next Gino Smith in terms of, yeah, first round pick that mm-hmm. fell on his face. We all saw it in his rookie year and second year. But, hey, you just keep working, put your head down, and 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 learn the playbook. It's, 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 man, we, we give up on these quarterbacks so quickly in the NFL. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy sucks. It's He's played eight games, and, and like, for Justin Fields, it, like, it, look at his offensive line. It's like you and I blocking these guys. I mean, it's right. no chance. So it's like we just write these guys off so quickly, and may, maybe it takes five, six years. So this is a good uh, reminder that don't give up on these young guys just quite yet. Absolutely. And, and yeah, let's go right into it. So you're in the best position out of anybody in terms of uh, rebuilding position. Chicago holds the first pick in the draft. It sounds like they're going to trade, just like you said, right from the get-go. I, I think it's a no-brainer. You got to trade the pick to get more assets, get a King's ransom in, and build that yeah. offensive line, defensive line, and start building the trenches up around Justin Fields. You hearing anything new? Maybe a, a trade partner? I obviously have heard what uh, Indianapolis is probably the prime candidate. Yeah, um, I have heard several Indianapolis, Carolina, even seen the Texans, which is just hilarious when you think about that. That pick was theirs until they converted oh, yeah, fourth down, scored a <laughs> touchdown, like went for two, so they weren't tying the game. They were going ahead by one to win it. Like unbelievable that then they may give up collateral to trade to get that pick that they had but um anyways yeah you know they lovey it was lovey he's like i'll help the bears out one more time (laughs) no doubt (laughs) i'm convinced that's what got him fired too um (laughs) i don't disagree yeah but um yeah i haven't heard a solid uh lead yet on who for sure they're going to trade but we keep hearing from guys like adam schefter who are obviously in the know that they can get a lot for this pick because there are multiple teams that need a quarterback and we have a strong quarterback class, whether you believe in Bryce young or CJ Stroud, you know, do you want to go with the big guy out of OSU or the little guy um, that they think still could compete in the NFL, even though he's a touch small, like there's good quarterbacks or there's people that believe in Anthony Richardson for whatever reason and all that. But (laughs) yeah, uh, I can't believe his odds for being the first draft pick are skyrocketing compared to what they were just a month and a half ago. See, this um, is like, you're, you're right, man. Like we get to this point of the year where people just get over in love with, with the potential upside of the field. It's like, dude, you got to turn on the film too. Like, yeah. I, I get it. He looks like a physical specimen, but his, his quarterback skills are not good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're you're basically drafting a Tim Tebow. Um, it feels like you know he's a big Order. dude, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think C.J. Stroud's a guy personally. I think he should be the number one pick, but uh, yeah, we'll see what other teams think. But a quarterback's going to go one. A quarterback is probably going to go two. So you have a lot of um, flexibility there as the Bears to trade out of that and just take the best offer. So I I definitely think that's what they will do and should do. Yeah. Now, let, let me ask you this. If you were a complete believer in one of the quarterbacks, 
if you if you as a Bears fan or Bears GM, would you trade Justin Fields? If if you were all in on one of these quarterbacks, be like, dude, this guy could be the next thing in the NFL, like Bryce Young. Th- mm-hmm. Say he, you are completely sold on him, then would you trade Justin Fields? Because I think you would. As as much as Justin Fields has shown flashes of where he could be really good. If you really thought that this new guy could be like one of the elite guys, then I think you would trade because you would get a lot for Justin Fields too. True. Um, I The thing with Justin Fields is he's such an electric runner and you can't teach that speed. Um, I think he can fix some of the passing mechanics, some of the dumb mistakes when he's running for his life because of the bad offensive line, but you can't teach that speed and that athleticism he has. So it would, it would have to be a sure cut. I believe this guy is going to be a Super Bowl quarterback and a, a sure thing of like, we're getting at least a first rounder and some more for fields. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I'm not completely sold on all these guys. I think Bryce young is the best. I, I just really liked uh, the way he played down the stretch and um, his last year at Alabama. I, thought he was electric even in some of those losses so i'm a big bryce young guy but i don't know if i'm completely sold that he's the next patrick mahomes like some people want to make him out to be so um yeah no i if i were you i'd keep the i'd keep uh justin fields and i would trade that pick for whatever as much as i could get i feel like if we had bryce young last year he would have missed most of the games. I mean, he's a he's a, they're saying less oh, than yeah. 200 pounds. So if he gets behind a bad offensive line, I don't think he's going to be able to take the NFL hits. Yeah, no no doubt. That 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 is one thing I'm worried about. I think I think Indy would be a good spot for him. Yeah. Very very much so. so. They have a good offensive line. They lean on the run. That that would be a, a, like the perfect spot for him to land. Yeah, completely agree and um that's it for us in terms of the offseason headlines for what the first second second first couple weeks of the offseason. I know technically it was the offseason in February, but I feel like the calendar really picks up for the NFL starting like March 1st cuz that's when free agency they can officially sign with uh where they want to go on March 15th, so that's coming around the corner. A couple of guys will have mock drafts as well, and they'll dive into those. So we'll be we'll be breaking down the mock drafts. Looking forward to draft season. Always one of my favorite times of the year. Jay Mark, uh, before we get up on out of here, do you want to tell everybody where to find you? Obviously, we already plugged the XFL and all the <clears throat> other channels that you're on, Old Fashioned Football. Yeah, uh, just follow me on Twitter at JMarkFootball. I post all my content there. Um, check out Old Fashioned Football. April 4th, we're splitting to our own feed. We'll still be on the SGPN Fantasy football feed. I've gotten a lot of questions of, like, are you guys leaving that? No, we'll still be there. But we'll also be on our own feed. It's just kind of like a a marketing move, especially if people just want to come here and talk about the whiskey we're drinking. But on that episode, we are going to have a big-time guest. So um, make sure you tune in on 4-4 to uh, listen to the guests we're bringing in because it's a a big deal. You said to confirm April 4th? Yep. April 4th. Mark your calendars, baby, on the old-fashioned football. Um, you guys can find me at Moneyline underscore Mac. Um, and March Madness is here. If you want some bracket breakdown, some some entertainment, go check out me and pick Dundee and be in Vegas next week. So looking forward to linking up with the main guys over at the mothership. So uh, any last words, J. Mark? Now my mom's going to be sliding into your DMs asking to fill out her bracket. <laughs> <laughs> 
hey, no Hawkeye. That's all I got. And don't forget <laughs> to let it ride.